are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Flames. This is part two with James and Audie from the Barn Burner podcast, and this is where we talk about a lot of the nitty-gritty details of the Flames and certain speculations in regards to the Flames and front office things and potentially some locker room drama. So you'll want to stick around and make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On Flames so you never miss an episode. Okay, so Sean Monaghan is another name that has come up a lot. Everybody's saying, trade him. His, you know, I don't know what you'd get for a broken Sean Monaghan, who I don't even know if he's had surgery yet. Um, yeah. I And, like, hip surgery? It, it's his hip and groin, I mm-hmm. believe. That doesn't, that's not something that you can just like fix. I mean, you can fix it overnight, mm-hmm. but it's not going to heal overnight. Um, yeah. But what, what does his future look like? Mm-hmm. So I think you kind of have two options here. You can either sell low on him right now. Let's say, I think the market for Jack Eichel after, if Jack Eichel is traded, a team that misses out might move on to Monaghan naturally both being centers so you you have the chance to sell low now or you can hold on to him and take the gamble that he recovers or he could get another injury and his value tanks even more so it's a tough conversation because it's two years now where he's Mm -hmm. struggled there's been injuries fans basically want him out of town I'm one of the fans that does want him out but it's a tough uh, what gave that away? Yeah. <laughs> what gave yeah, that anybody away? Follow you on Twitter. Like, yeah. <laughs> here, look at Monahan's advanced stats. Card. Right here's his yeah. player card, and here's this like TV player that's ten years old. When I when I was growing up, player cards were like hockey cards, and now yeah. we have these digital <laughs> wins above replacement and everything, and ugh, I'm ruining like, hockey it? cards. I'm just like, what does any of this mean? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> can they shoot yeah. a puck? Yeah. Like, Do they pass the eye test? That's what. Right. I, that's what. Yep. But that's what makes us different from James. Is he's the analyst, yes. and we're the eye test people. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But if I can quickly touch on Monahan, um, again, contingent on, and we're gonna beat this name to death, and we're gonna get so sick of hearing Jack <laughs> Eichel. But I think that. Again, I think that what happens with Monaghan could be contingent on if he comes to Calgary yeah. as well. Because I mm-hmm. think that, honestly, like we look at this, like I think I, I can't remember if I sent this to you, James, or if I sent it to somebody else, but like a projected lineup that I just like kind of put, you know, like you grab a napkin when you're at, you grab your McMuffin from McDonald's and you think of something and you're like, I need to write this down. So you grab the napkin. Basically what I did was put together a lineup of if we got Eichel on this napkin. And um, having Monaghan slot where he would slot when Jack Eichel is your 1C and Elias Lindholm is your 2C, I think I like that a little bit more yeah. than the role he's been playing now. 
Like, mm-hmm. would you would you be opposed to seeing Monahan in a three C role if it meant that we held on to him and we got Eichel and assuming Lindholm plays down the middle? Like, would you would you would you be opposed to trying him out in that role? No. For how bad he's been the past two years, no, I think you sell to him. Like, look, man, we've got you know we've got this depth now. We're bumping you down the depth charts, and maybe that lights a bit of a fire under his rear end anyway to find yeah. his way back into the top six. And like, I don't think that he's an ego. Yeah, no, I, I don't, don't think so either. I don't get so, that from him at all. No, I don't think that that would be remotely like an issue. I'm kind of curious to see what his contract would look like. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but like I cannot. Boston made the poor decision of signing Charlie Coyle, um, who is now technically there. I think he's the three C now. Yeah, I think he'll be the three C even with Krejci gone, like five. 0.25 million i'm sorry but that is absolutely ridiculous for a third line center um especially when lindholm is making like 4.8 i just i i get it you're sean monahan but you're not sean what does monahan. that mean no right like what does does that even carry any merit i don't you know not, i don't think it does at this point and especially when you can't even center johnny gaudreau and brett no. ritchie so no. So no, I, yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested to see, like, not to cut you off, Jess, but like I'd be, I'd be interested to see, uh, you know, not that my theory would take shape ever, but it's worth the conversation, I think, to at least, you know, yeah. if they do land Eichel, and, and I know Lindholm can play on the wing as well, and he's just as effective, but he can also play down the middle. Um, I so, down the middle. I, I mean, I, I'll love him down the middle if it means. 3C Sean Monahan plays out of his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love that. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's interesting, though. It's a good talk. I definitely, I think that there are a lot of things uh, contingent on Jack Eichel's trade. Um, obviously, other roster spots falling into place. But then you have to look at, you know, Tarasenko. That's quieted mm-hmm. down. Those trade talks have quieted down a lot and yep. i really do think i it's august you know camps are going to be starting soon um you know things are going to have to start falling into place otherwise these players are going to have to settle and that's that stinks for them mm-hmm. and all of our plans to get jack eichel <laughs> everybody's plans to get jack eichel you ask any fan base they're getting jack eichel oh, so. yeah before we jump into the Twitter Q&A, I did want to say a huge thank you to Rock Auto for sponsoring today's episode and, of course, offering you guys a great selection of car parts, truck parts, all the necessities you need to get your vehicle up and running. As you know, I have used Rock Auto multiple times because I drive clunkers and I am not going to throw thousands and thousands of dollars into a car that is, um, <laughs> you know, kind of at the end of its life. But most recently, I bought a window regulator for my 2007 Hyundai Sonata, and rockauto.com made it so easy. I didn't have to talk to anyone. I didn't have to deal with condescending cashiers or 
you know, long lines. It was all on my terms and rockauto.com has a great selection and you can find everything you need for your car or truck or whatever it may be that you drive at rockauto.com. And of course, make sure that you put locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you. Rockauto.com is a family owned business and has been serving customers for over 20 years. So make sure that you tell them that locked on sent you. All right. So figure now we can do some fun Twitter questions. Oh. Um, this is our favorite part of our show. Like yeah. every time I tweet questions, I'm like, hey guys, like, can I have some questions? No one answers. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, I have like some like popular Calgary fans coming on. So like <laughs> maybe I'll get something this time. <laughs> I wouldn't say popular. We'll just, we'll, I'll settle for a Calgary fan. <laughs> yeah. You guys are pretty okay. Promise. We're vocal. We're vocal. Vocal. That's a good one. That's um, yeah. Lindsay. Um, my gosh, this poor girl she's has. The best. She's incredible. Love yeah. her, and she has had to deal with <laughs> so much heartbreak. <laughs> oh, oh this poor Lindsay. Poor uh, Lindsay. Dave go to the Leafs. Yeah. I, I was talking to her about it, uh, and she was like, I, I really have to get a Riddick Leafs jersey now, don't I? <laughs> we're oh. like, we were like, yes, Lindsay, you do. And oh. she ended up getting one. So um, oh, She's always yeah. buying jerseys. I love it. Good for oh, her. She's, she's awesome. But she wants to know, what's our opinion on how, or how many games do we think Vladar is going to get this mm-hmm. season? Yeah, that's a... because we know how. Sorry, I'll I'll just quickly. Yeah, no. Then JJ goes, but we know how Sutter deployed Markstrom last year, so we have to take that into account. But James, you 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 answer this one first because I'm a bit afraid to. <laughs> sure, I mean, like you said, Sutter's going to play Markstrom 60, 65. That's basically a guarantee. I think Vladar is very interesting, and that it's a move. It's an underrated move, I think. Just mm-hmm. a third round pick. The guy's 23 years old. He's put up good numbers in the AHL. But the concern is he's only played five games in the NHL, right? So a rookie goaltender under Daryl Sutter. Is in a young goaltender. Yeah. Yeah. So I would expect him around 10 to 15. But if he struggles, then he could be out here if in he five struggles, who knows? Calling, if, if he if he's struggling then tyler parsons is finally going to get his shot yeah, yeah. Oh, i was man. gonna say tyler parsons or someone else is gonna have to learn goalie real quick because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know um oh. yeah i mean vladar is like a really great great guy i covered him mm. when he was in providence just he's so fun and just like i don't want to say child childish because that has like negative connotations but very animated very excited um i think that he'll be up for a challenge and he's worked under some fantastic coaches and been around great players before so i don't think that this is any sort of like intimidation or you know you know, i don't know like what i'm trying to say but he's not he's not going to go into this like me if i was going into this Um, he's I think that he's going to be very well prepared and you know I think the I think it's fair to say like 10 15 games I do not see him getting close to 20 though I no 
No, I was going to settle. And I'm not settle... even going to say any, under any unfortunate circumstances because we're just, we're just not. We're not doing that. Um, I was going to settle at 12, uh, nice even between 10 and 15 because that's kind of where I was going. I don't know if you guys can hear Mika going crazy. My dog is no. Oh, oh thank God, because I can. <laughs> but anyway, Mika, Mika clearly is saying that she agrees with my 12 game. Um, I was going to say 12, yeah, somewhere in between 15, 10 to 15, kind of what James was saying. Um but yeah, I mean, just to speak to your point, I get, I get, uh, I get Pasternak vibes, like personality wise mm-hmm. from him big time. And I love that. So I yep. think he'll fit in well. I think he'll, you know, if he can get comfortable with the team early on, I think that will speak volumes to his, his success when he inevitably does get a start between the pipes or has to come in and relief for Markstrom, which mm-hmm. we don't want to see, but <laughs> um, <laughs> could happen. But uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, that was super Canadian. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, <laughs> so yeah, definitely um, excited to see him in uh, in in whatever role he's going to kind of fill uh, or mm. how many games he's going to start because we did have a small sample size, but I don't think that speaks volume to what his ceiling truly is. I think he's going to be great. So yeah, let's hope the best for uh, Darth Vladar, as we'll call him. His, there we go. Austin folks he, call him. His NHL debut um, was in the bubble. And I'm pretty sure that he allowed like six or seven goals, mm-hmm. um, which is so unfortunate. <laughs> and I just felt awful. Um, but I, I'm happy that he's in Calgary. And part of me is hoping that he's kind of the the fun, the fun mm-hmm. guy that's gonna kind yeah. of loosen up this locker room. But oh, yeah, because there's. Oh. There's something going on, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, there. Yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> I like. I get like th- these weird vibes that is just kind of like, okay, I'm taking like we're all taking separate Ubers to mm. hotel. Like we're not mm-hmm. taking a team bus. We're not doing anything. Like, which stinks. But you know, yeah. I I don't know. I think that there's just a weird divide. It feels yeah. like it, doesn't it? Like it's like it's yeah. just, there's something off, but I don't know. Maybe maybe Vladar is the is the glue and the missing piece in that locker room. Like it, who knows? It, well, I have my own theories about that room. I have no inside info, but I have my theories. But like literally, I could talk about it for. Well, let's hour. hear it. Let's hear it. I don't know. If Flames fans want to hear it because it's mm. like I truly think, and I love, I love, love, love the player. But I think that Matthew Kachuk, as much as we've come to love him, I truly think that there's some separation in that room because of him. Um, I, I just, I, again, I have no info. This is purely speculation, but I just have this weird hunch that like ever since the Muzzin puck flip incident and yeah. when they had that sit down meeting and I don't know if you guys remember seeing a couple weeks ago, there was a thread from, uh, from some forum that mm. was making its rounds. We talked about it, James, um, yep. about how his character is a bit of an issue. And, it, yeah. and guys in this forum have been talking about this stuff for a while and they've gotten a lot of this stuff, right. Um, I truly, and, and again, I love the player. I have no indications. Like I've, I've, I've talked to the guy. He's fantastic. Like he's great with the fans. He's great with the media. He's, he's all around a great dude. Um, nothing. I don't want this to be a personal attack on him at all, 
but I just have this weird hunch that after that puck flip incident Mm -hmm. and they had their sit down meeting and somebody told him that they have to clean it up. He, I just feel like he threw an internal hissy fit and, and now it's creating this divide in the room. This is just speculation. I don't want anybody to take my word as gospel. As Jeff said, we're just a couple of guys who talk about this stuff on Twitter, on our podcast, on my YouTube channel, right? We just we just like to speculate and talk. So that's all this is. Like we no inside info. This is just a just a, a thought, and and there there could be no validity to it. There could be all the validity to it. Who knows? It's just my two cents. And <laughs> I do think that the general consensus surrounding uh kind of like where things kind of split or shifted with Kachuk is that the Muzzin incident and I I don't I don't I don't want to say that I don't care because obviously like he's a guy that I cover I want this team to do well but I don't care if you are Matthew Kachuk or Wayne Gretzky or a third string goalie get your ego in check and Hmm. start working on yourself because we're just, we're not doing this. And if you want to go, like, if you want to act like that, you can go play in Toronto because (laughs) that's, that's where this behavior belongs. I love it. I I don't, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth because I love Matthew Kachuk. I think that he is probably mm -hmm. the player that has grown on me most since I started covering this team. And I, I want, I don't want any problems, but unfortunately like that's kind of an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Especially uh, when a lot of, Oh, go ahead. No, you know how I ramble, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to mute myself because I'm going to just keep talking. (laughs) You can go after me for sure. Okay. thanks. uh, thanks. I just wanted to jump in here on Dan Vladar and because Lindsay asked just the first time I heard Dan Vladar talk, he instantly reminded me of David Riddick. And they're both Czech goalies. And that's that's what I'm hoping for, right? You get this guy. Not many people know about him. He's going to come in. He's going to surprise us. He's got a great personality. And I hope the Flames hold on to him. And, yeah. Definitely. And I, he, he seems like a good egg that'll fit in. And yep. then Lindsay asked another question. What mm. what a doll. She's good honestly. at the follow-up question. She she's is. The, she's, yeah. the, she's the she's... we call her the uh hockey podcast mom. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's, she's great coming for that. For my job, honestly. Yeah. Hey, watch question. out. Even us. <laughs> she's great. Um, who do you think Blake Coleman will start the season with? Um, do you start him with Monahan and Mangiapani or I almost said Bacchus. No. Uh, <laughs> Backland or in Mangiapani. Cursed name in Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Um, that's a good question. Um, I like him with Mangiapani and Backland. I yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, I definitely, I would agree with that. Um, I'm just trying to like mentally put a lineup together. <laughs> with like with with like you know including everybody and everything but um you know i definitely could see him fitting in either of those two situations mm-hmm. i uh i think he thrives in i don't know what he's gonna look like in a top six role um 
but we know how good he looked on that line. It was that third line, I believe, in Tampa yep. last year with uh, was yep. it Gord and Goodrow? Uh, yeah, Barkley, Barkley Goodrow, right? So Gordon, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like that that line was fun to watch it was so um, fun i've never seen a third line like that except that's the epitome of what a third line and bottom six should look like yep. like i'm looking at you brad mm-hmm. you need to you need to take a page out of breeze slash slash eiserman's book and uh, take a look at how to form a bottom <laughs> six but it'll be interesting to see because do i think he could play in the top six yeah, probably. Like, I don't think he, you know, I don't think he couldn't. Um, but I also could see him playing uh, in a third line role with with Backlund. I, but I'll tell you right now, I don't think that it's going to be Backlund Manjapani on the third line. Uh, I could see no. Backlund being three C if if they want to go Lindholm uh, Lindholm down the middle and they do Lindholm Monahan Backlund as your one two three. Um, Mm-hmm. But but Manjapani is going to be playing in the top six, so yeah, uh, he, there's he, he's going to be he, he might even yeah I don't know he's going to be playing in the top six. So I don't even know if he's going to if, if Manjapani will be playing with Backlund this year. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. If you're putting a team together, this team has two analytics people on it, so <laughs> you're on their payroll, <laughs> I guess, because well, <laughs> it's no, only wow. a matter of time before one of you or or, or Shane Flashalytics gets the call to uh, right to to your your call to the big leagues they need some more uh some more data guys so (laughs) desperately this team this algry does edmonton desperately does because they only have one person and he's not oh man that's a conversation for another time (laughs) (laughs) no they can keep them just let them let them have them let them keep doing their thing The rest of the Q&A will be back in just a moment, but I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about Built Bar, and Built Bar has been the one thing that has gotten me through this week. If you know, and you follow me on Twitter, you know that I've been moving, and it has been just stop, nonstop all week. I have barely slept, and uh, between putting the house together and trying to get the shows up, it's been a lot. So Built Bar has been that nice retreat for me in between picking up boxes and setting up their bedrooms and things like that so head on over to builtbar.com today and get 15 percent off of your next order with promo code locked 15 at built.com bet online ag also has you covered for your online sports betting needs you can bet on baseball hockey football basketball whatever really is out there bet online ag has you covered and today if you sign up for a free account and make your first deposit you can earn a 50 percent welcome bonus when you use promo code locked on and it's really simple you can use it um you know you can check out their website on your computer or from your mobile device and they make it easy to sign up and get yourself situated with bet online ag so use that this opportunity to get signed up make your first deposit and earn that 50 percent welcome bonus with the promo code locked on because i i don't know what they're doing nobody does yeah, yeah. but let's see <laughs> uh will nye the science guy says uh which of the alternate alternate captains listed for last season so monahan backland and kachuk 
are the best fit for the next captain role. Can I throw out someone who wore an A due to injury last year? Yeah. And he plays Ooh. on our blue line. And JJ's giving me the round of applause I because like he, this is going. Um, Oliver Shillington. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah, he wore the A in Stockton. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he's uh, Chris Tanev. Yeah. I think he's, I think all points are all, th- everything points to him. Um, I made my case on our last episode for Milan Lucic. Um, you, you're, you're a Boston gal, you know, you know, Luch. Um, I'll tell you one thing. I grew up in a Bruins family. My dad and my mom are both diehard Bruins fans. Um, so we'll give them a round of applause to the fan base that's listening in Boston right now. Shout out to mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to mom and pa. But, uh, yeah. So I watched a lot of Bruins hockey growing up. I watched, I followed Lucic's career closely when he went to Edmonton. I was like, that's a lot of money when he came to Calgary. I'm like, well, at least we're getting rid of Neil. Um, <laughs> and I think honestly, I think that he's like a, like a good, like an inspirational story to a lot of young players. I think he's vocal in the room. A lot of people like look at the relationships he made with, with Dubé and even Manjapani last year, like players that, you know, we'll, we'll do anything for that guy and he'll do anything for the team. Do I think he's going to get the C? No, I'm not that stupid. I'm not that stupid. I cheer for the flames, but I'm not that stupid. Um, <laughs> but uh, That might I be think... the name of the episode, honestly. <laughs> do it, do it. That's actually like right off the dome here. That, that was great. fun. Um, I cheer for the flames, but I'm not that stupid. I might actually tweet that out later. Do it. <laughs> but uh no, it's gonna be Tanf. Like it's gotta be, yeah. right? It has JJ? to be. Yeah, I mean that would be my choice for sure. I could see Backlund since he's the most tenured. Maybe he could take over, but that's really it. I don't think they go Kachuk because there's something going on there. Yeah. If they go Monahan, I will be very upset because then I'll have to listen to him interview even more, and I can't handle his monotone. The first time I heard him speak, I was shocked that that voice came out of him. I was like, wait, what? Why is it so deep and so flat? I I don't. (sighs) Yeah, he'd he'd make a great uh, acapella member, I think. Yeah. Get probably sound that man into that pitch perfect. Yeah, he's probably better at that than he is at hockey. Just kidding. <laughs> Flames media relations. If you're listening, no, you're not. Yeah, don't listen. This this girl needs a job in yeah. Calgary. <laughs> but uh, that does it for the questions. Um, I think I just went off of my thread. Let me make sure no one. one I don't think any. Did someone reply is to yours? Kim, somebody asked about Jonathan Drouin, I believe. Oh, oh yes, 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 I see yes, that now. Yes, it's yes. under my other replies. What, uh, yeah. Um, sure. I don't, I don't know. This that's an seems... interesting one. I, I personally don't think he, he's no. a fit in Calgary. Um, I think he's a great. He, I think he's a good fit in Montreal. I don't. I don't dislike the player, and this isn't to knock at him, the player. Right. Um, but. Again, we're talking about big personalities and possible attitude adjustments in this market right now with 19. Um, mm-hmm. Druin, let's not forget before going to Montreal, 
was holding out and throwing a bit of a temper tantrum and a bit of a hissy fit because he didn't want to play in Tampa Bay. God, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> right. Look at what happened when they gave Sergachev to Tampa Bay for you and how successful this team has been ever since. Not to so say thanks that, for that. Like, yeah. So like basically, <laughs> you know what? They're probably pretty happy right now given what's what's happened. Um, I think he's I think he's a niche player in the sense that certain markets could probably handle him. Um, obviously the Francophone connection in uh in Montreal is, is probably his best fit right now. Would he fit on this team like as a player? Probably. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want a guy like Jonathan drew in? Um, but I don't think the player would want to stick it out here. If I'm being honest, like I said, yeah. I think of him more of a niche kind of player in the sense of, of where he plays and uh, kind of the role he the role he's he needs to play or he should play, yeah. um, but I don't think that he's 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 not he doesn't scream Calgary Flame to me, you know. Like, am I the only one on this train of thought, or do you guys think that? He no, I definitely, no. yeah, I see it now. I just we don't need any more potential. I don't want to say bad eggs because I don't think Kachuk is a personalities. Bad egg. I think it's just personalities. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we like too many chefs in the kitchen sort of a deal like (laughs) we're good like I don't think that that needs to happen and I think that this team has an interesting like we've talked about all episode an interesting identity and they need to find someone who can come through with a voice and I think that that's going to happen this season because I think last year was very disappointing and they don't need somebody um, who's going to pipe up and say, no, I'm the star personality in this room. You listen yeah. to me. Like we're, we're good with that. I'm good with that. Like I yeah. have fun I think it would be I think it would be counterproductive anyways, based <laughs> on what, and I'm going to go back to Iginla, um, back to what Iginla and Giordano shaped the leadership of this team. That's yep. counterproductive to everything that they've done to make this team what it is from a leadership standpoint. So not only would it be it's uh, embarrassing. It would be so room. embarrassing. Yeah, it's it's counterproductive and it's not the flames way. Like look at the leadership group over the past 15, 20 years. Like yeah. they may have not been the most mm-hmm. successful team on the ice, but when Jerome, Arthur Leetig, Junior Elvis Aginla, and Mark middle name Giordano are <laughs> your captains in the last 20 years like come on right well leadership like it doesn't get much better than that i just you need someone who's going to come in here and command the room even if they don't have the c on their chest this year or next year you know no. y- you have to just be able to like step up you shouldn't need to have a letter on your jersey to do, do that. Know who that player is going to be chris danov well, to speak about like oh. the player that, that doesn't have the letter oh. on his chest, that's gonna be Blake Coleman. I would, yeah, that player's I'm, gonna be Blake Coleman, the one who yeah. commands the room even without a letter on his chest. They're gonna look at gonna him like a shiny new toy. Oh yeah, and yep. I've said it. I said it as soon as they signed him. They are gonna look up to him like he is the most popular boy in school. And <laughs> the, what can I learn from you? Mm-hmm. What can I do to be more like you? Which is so like I don't want to say embarrassing, but like, come on. 
really, (laughs) really? We should know this by now. Right, like it shouldn't take a back-to-back Stanley Cup champion third liner, even though the third line was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. Like, you have some fantastic people on your team. Get it together. But (laughs) I really am excited about this Blake Coleman situation. I think that he's excited. He he changed his um, profile picture or whatever on Twitter to like a fan edit. The, the yeah. same day of the signing, if I remember yeah. correctly, like he is yeah. joked, which I'm yeah. be happy. And but... his, uh, his kid yesterday, or maybe today, actually, she's got, or yeah, she, she's got flames pajamas. She's got, she's all decked oh, out, right? Like, oh my God, that makes me They're so, so excited. <laughs> I, and it was between here and Boston. And part of me thinks that they wanted to go smaller market. Mm-hmm especially since they have the two kids yeah well just his his comments about yeah the the family right like Mm -hmm. calgary's calgary's a fantastic place like of all the places i've lived in my life and i've bounced around southern ontario eastern ontario um calgary is i don't live directly in the city but i'm like 10 minutes out uh by far the best place i think i've ever lived in this country um i know a little different for you in the u.s (laughs) You haven't experienced it to its full potential here in Canada. I've seen it on Instagram and like some families, like little mini family influencers or whatever influencer families. They're so cute. Like it looks adorable. (laughs) It's a great city. They look happy. James, you've been here longer than I. Yeah. I mean, I'm born and raised here. I love it. And you don't get that too much with NHL players, right? Usually they want to go to, like we said, want to go to Florida, want to go to these places. So when they want to come to a small market like Calgary, that's awesome. Yeah. And they were already out to see the mountains and yeah. do that. And so it'll be a good fit for Blake. And I'm glad that he chose Calgary because it's awesome to see players choose this wonderful city that we live in. So, yeah. So, um, you know, if you are a player interested in coming to Calgary for um, <laughs> some spare change, and a guest spot on this podcast as well as the boys um (laughs) it's a selling feature right there that's that's worth it in itself you know forget about the city it's beautiful but there's some mountains um you know the lakes are pretty um just have your agent like call me and we'll we'll figure out a side deal or something okay (laughs) i i I know you're listening um every nhl player listens to this podcast of course they'd be silly not (laughs) jack Jack, if you're listening we love you (laughs) yeah uh jack if you don't have any plans uh tomorrow night and you want to hang out um we're all free yes Yes. take you around this beautiful (laughs) city james and i'll take you to any steakhouse you want you want to go there want to go up the tower it's nothing special want to go mini golfing yeah (laughs) oh yeah you're busy you're busy no he he will make his he'll change his date i'll make time for jack (laughs) good way to not get a second date (laughs) so you can hang out with jack eichel on the first one (laughs) oh man um well thank you boys so much for coming on this was a blast um problem no problem please just plug your shows your social medias anything that's legal please <laughs> <laughs> james you can go first i often won't take I'll go all first you. yeah sure. For sure 
So my Twitter handle is at James Johnson YYC and our podcast, me and Audie do a podcast. It is called the Barnburner Hockey Podcast at Barnburner Show on Twitter. So go check that out. We do listener questions every episode. So we love that interaction with our fans. And yeah, thanks for having me on, Jess. Oh, this was course. awesome. It's a it's a blast. Yeah. It great. It's always great when we can talk hockey with with Flames fans out of the market too. It's yes. cool yeah. to uh because a lot of the interactions we have are fans within the market. So mm-hmm. it's cool to it's cool to do that. So yeah. um yeah, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Audie James, A-U-D-D-I-E James. Um again, like James said, Barnburner Podcast at Barnburner Show on Twitter. Um, you can also find me on YouTube, uh, Audie James as well. Um, I'm going to be a little more active on there. Took a bit of a break, but uh, you'll find more content. I've got a lot of stuff in the works here. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's the, but uh, but I got to say now that you've had us on your podcast, you got to come on ours and we'll... Uh... Mm-hmm. Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, Good. <laughs> always down to go on anyone's podcast especially awesome. your guys's. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hold you to it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Please do. I start classes in two weeks, but like anytime I'm more than willing to jump on. 